0: Let's play some hockey. Tonight. energetic, passionate, and savvy, Gooch Live. Brought to you by the good people at the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Gooch. Welcome to another episode of Gooch Live brought to you by the good people at the Hockey News and of course, Sports Illustrated. Do not forget, you can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. And of course, my favorite is anywhere you get Apple Music. And of course, Spotify. Not Shopify, but Spotify. Hey, listen, uh, we've got a great show coming up. We're going to be talking about the Metro Division, of course. Metropolitan Division. Uh, the the predictions. We've already gone through the top four. Now we're going through the next four. And you know what? This one's going to be extra special because Jordan is joining me in just a second. It's about his New York Rangers. We're going to leave it to the last because I'm sure it'll have the most controversy. Listen, today was my first day where I was actually acting as the uh, commissioner. They call me the commish, the commissioner of the Northern Pre-University League. And it was an amazing game at the uh, King Heights Arena, Paramount Sports, where uh, the King Heights Academy took on the Fort Erie International Academy. It was a 3-0 win for KHA and Justin and his team. But I'll tell you what, entertaining hockey. It was really, really entertaining for an exhibition game, getting ready for the season. I must say, I was proud to be at the rink watching it. Uh, we did a puck ceremony with the, um, the boss of the KHA. She was absolutely amazing. Uh, she dropped it so fine. It was like she could be a referee. Elsa, great job. All right, listen, let's bring Jordan up. Hey, good, Jordan, what's going on? Are you outside?
1: No, I'm uh, actually a kind of enclosed patio here. It's pretty nice yeah. I set up.
0: I had that fake uh, brick in the back, too, once.
1: It's <laughs>
0: not real brick.
1: Yeah, at, that, at, our, at our place?
0: Right behind you.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: It's not real brick.
1: Uh, I don't believe so, no.
0: Yeah, it looks like paneling. Hey, listen, uh, is R, the New York Rangers fake or are they real? We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, really excited about this one because obviously, you know, I'm a Winnipeg Jets fan. I got uh, the opportunity to talk to talking with Taylor about that. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about your favorite team. But before all that, we got to go to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're seemingly ageless, obviously, you know, with uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, uh, Malkin, and of course on the back end, Latang. But I'm a little bit concerned. Obviously, Crosby will not start it off uh, as he had a wrist injury. They think he's going to be ready for opening uh, the opening game, which is going to happen October 12th against the defending Stanley Cup champions, not only once but twice in a row, the Tampa Bay Lightning. But what concerns me is Melkin has got a knee injury, which he had surgery. He's gone for a couple of months. And then you got on the back end, Latang. So there are a lot of question marks that are needed. I I think the offense on this team is good I think aging veterans like Crosby and Malkin certainly still have some gas in their tank but and I think both of them are going to be Hall of Famers but where is this team at when it comes to all the other parts I don't like them defensively I don't think they're going to be solid and I think you brought it up before I think where they're going to be really struggling is going to be their defense so talk to me before uh, sorry, the goaltending. Talk to me about Melkin and, of course, Crosby before we get started deep into yeah. the problem areas.
1: I, I, right off the bat, I mean, Malkin is expected to miss at least two months, um, and I mean, this is a guy you can't you can't you can't uh, go without. He was their top scorer last year. He's making nine point five million dollars. Uh, he's a guy you need on a nightly basis. And again, two months is a really long time, especially at, right at the start of the year. You're trying to find your footing, and you know you're missing one of your best players. Crosby, on the other hand, uh, it's more likely he'll be he could be ready for the for opening night. But again, we, we just don't really know, so we kind of have to wait this out uh, and just keep an eye on this whole situation. Because I mean, right now it's looking pretty grim for uh, for the for the Penguins.
0: Well, I look at the back end and and I notice. Brian Dumoulin, and that's going to be outside of Tang, their big guy. Hey, listen, uh, GM Ron Hextall has mentioned that this is not a team to rebuild yet. Man, you know, we talked about it last year. Hey, Brady, thank you for joining us. Of course, John LaRoche, uh, I think he's sitting in the kitchen watching this. And, of course, Barry Shelley. Yes, thank you for that. But here's a cool uh, concept. You and I talked about it last year. I thought maybe... That they would trade either Melkin or Crosby just to shake things up and do start the rebuild, because I think they owe it to those two players to give them an opportunity. Obviously, Crosby want to give them a chance maybe to win another one before they they hang it up. They certainly have said they're not doing that. Uh, let's Melkin, Latang, Rust, Kapanen, Carter, uh, Aston Reith are all free agents after this season. It's going to be really questionable of what's gonna go on. Do you think that Hextall and, of course, Brian Burke are doing the right thing and not making a change right now? Obviously, those two on the shelves right off the bat. If they get, you know, deep into the into that run and they're, you know, they're down, you know, let's say they go three and twelve, man, there's going to be head hunting.
1: Yeah, as good as the, the, their offense is, and you know, you throw in Crystal Tang and Brian Dumlin in there. As good as that core is. They don't get anywhere without better goaltending. I mean, Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith are just not going to cut it for Pittsburgh this year. I mean, with Jari with the 275 and 909 save percentage and DeSmith a 25 goals against and a 912 save percentage. I mean, these guys are they're not NHL caliber goaltenders, at least not right now. Um, And my biggest criticism, especially on Tristan Jari, is that he's often fighting the puck. He can't control his rebounds. Uh, and th- that led to a lot of really easy goals for the Islanders down the stretch there. Um, I think if if, if Pittsburgh wants to do anything, they, they, they gotta trade for a goalie or I mean sign uh, they, they sign a couple of free agents because right now we're only looking at Tuka Rask and Devin Dubnik as the top two UFA yeah. goalies right now. And so, how much uh,
0: of a change is that? Obviously, Rask that is is hurt. Uh, and that would be really questionable. One of the things I wanted to point out to you, the the Pittsburgh, goals a game, goals uh, four, 3.45. That's a pretty good rating. So I think the offense is going to be there. You're shoring it up. What's going to go on with the defense? And, of course, I'm I'm in full agreement. Jari and DeSmith are not NHL tandem that I would like to be going into a season thinking that I'm going to do something deep, especially in the Metropolitan Division. Hey, listen, I want to do a shout-out to – Clive Conley, all the way in, uh, obviously, in Melbourne. I know you're still in lockup. Thank you for joining us on our show. And, yes, I did drop the puck for the inaugural season. It was an exhibition game. Obviously, it's going to get bigger and better for the NPUHL, which is the Northern Pre-University Hockey League. And I'll tell you what, I feel like Joe Daly. That's the goalie. <laughs> Here, you feel Bill like Daly. Bill uh, Daly. Do you, you don't know who Joe Daly is? Uh No. He's a goaltender for the Winnipeg Jets for the, in the WHA. He took a lot of pucks. He almost looks like Daniel Lemieux in the movie Slapshot. That's what I feel like right now. I'm getting all these shots coming from all over the place, and i got to learn how to be – obviously, a commish. So I know you're going to be helping me out with that. Listen, let's get into the uh, Washington Capitals. I think this team does have a run in it. I know your father, before we go on, obviously he's thrown out. Burke can't be the difference. They need to do it on the ice. This team is long in the tooth, and so is Burke. As far as I'm concerned, John, I don't think Burke's the right person. I think Hextall certainly has the ability. I think Burke is long in the tooth, as you'd put it. And I think his days are past. You know, wearing that tie and having the hair almost like me now, uh, I just think his whole shtick, he should have stayed on television. He was actually entertaining on television for me. That's my own personal. I hope I never have to meet Perky because he'll probably beat me up after those statements.
1: But Obviously, I, I, yeah. I, I, I do think Pittsburgh does need to kind of start a rebuild. I mean, maybe not rip their band off right away, but, I mean, you got to look at trading. Uh, uh, Evgeny Malkin, at least, is a 9.5 cat in the last year of his contract. So, again, it's just a situation where you, do you wait another year or do you just rip the Band-Aid off and go right away?
0: I would do I would do it. Listen, I would make some moves. They're gonna have to. Let's see. I think they're all gonna wait to see how the start of the season goes. Then I'm sure we're gonna be talking a whole different tune. If Melkin gets well, it's two months. I you know, and it's tough at that age to come back after a knee injury, especially in this division. You know, it's a hardcore, hard-hitting division. So we'll wait and see. Obviously, moving to the Washington Capitals, obviously Denny Denny uh Dennis Marouk always loves to chime in and I had a chance to talk to him a little bit earlier. He likes the Capitals. He thinks they're going to go deep and they're going to go deep in the playoffs. Living legend, of course, Alexander, A- Alexander Ovechkin uh, seems to never change. He's always there, obviously, with his partner, Nicholas Backstrom, 53 points. TJ Oshie, love this guy, love his grit. Uh, Tom Wilson, uh Obviously, we know what New York Rangers, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And, of course, Kunetsov, uh, Kuznetsov, uh, solid. What he can do with a puck is magical. I think, again, the offense is there. Your thoughts on the offense for the Washington Capitals?
1: Yeah, they, they, they built a really good core there. I mean, you just said all the names right there. They're all very capable offensive talents. While you look at guys like Tom Wilson and even a, even a Kuznetsov, they're pretty responsible in their own end as well. And, you know, with Tom Wilson, there's the whole uh, physicality side and the side that the Rangers do quite fear when they play as Washington. But uh, this team is solid. And, I mean, I I wouldn't put a a deep playoff run or even a cup run uh, too far past them. I mean, on on any given night, guys like uh, Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom – can go off and and, and have like a, a record night. So uh, th- th- this team, I think, is as good as any in the league, and we can't we can't look too far past them if we're looking at cup contenders.
0: Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Pushed the wrong button. I was trying to get my uh, my sound up here a little bit more because I have missed that last statement. But what I think is really important about the Washington Capitals is obviously what they're doing, as we talked about, with their offense. But we also now have to look at their defense. Obviously, they had the experiment with our friend Chara. He's going to a contender, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the Islanders, we'll see how that plays itself off. Goaltending, it's going to be a strange year of goaltending for all teams. You being a goaltender, before we talk about defense. I wanted to go right to the goaltending because we know that that's going to be the key difference. And Washington seems to have a decent uh, tandem, but I know you're the goalie expert on this panel. Your
1: thoughts? Yeah, because well, Washington was kind of expecting uh, Henrik Lundqvist to be their be their guy this year, but uh, after you know, taking the year off and having heart surgery in the off season, he decided to call it quits in uh, this year as well. So that means it's, it's Vitek Vanacek's net. Uh, with the 2.69 goals against the 908 save percentage. Uh, it, it, yeah, the, I, that's not a bad first season, but i, I like to see him take, take another step up coming into this year. And, and I think he can. Um, th- this Washington D Corps is still pretty good with guys like John Carlson, Dmitry Orlov uh, on the back end. And, I, like I said earlier, I, I still think that this is a cup contender, and the, their, goal, their their goaltending is going to be decent coming into this year. But, we, we, it's one of the, again, one of those situations we have to kind of wait and see and have to see how the first kind of month of the season goes.
0: Hey, listen, one of the guys that we mentioned is Anthony Manta. Obviously, he's going to have a yeah. full season with this club. I think he had a, a decent uh, start to his career with the Washington Capitals. I think there's more there that they can get out of him. Uh, your thoughts on him having a full season in Washington? Again, we've all lived through, you know, the, the uh, COVID period. Now I think guys have been able to adjust a bit. I think they'll have an opportunity to feel like they're at home, and I think that's going to happen to Mantha.
1: Yeah, and he brings another kind of element to that to that offense. You know, they, they have a lot of guys with with good hands who can kind of beat you on the outside and maybe even use some skill to get to the net. But Mantha, he's just he's just a monster, right? He's going to go to the front of the net. He's going to set screens. He's going to deflect pucks. Uh, he's going to do all the gritty work that, you know, like Alex Ovechkin or Nicholas Backstrom will not really like offer themselves up to do. Uh, it's just another element to this team that makes them so much more well-rounded. And like, this Washington team just looks scary coming into this year.
0: Well, listen, I want to go to the defense just before we leave and move on to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, it doesn't look deep. Obviously, Carlson, uh, is a solid Orloff, uh, Justin Schultz. And of course, they traded, uh, Brendan Dillon. So I'm thinking that this is going to be a defense that's going to have some holes. And I think, as you mentioned about Pittsburgh maybe having to make a deal for a goaltender, I do believe the Washington Capitals have to look certainly for the, uh, for some strength there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like uh, Kerry Stevens just said it, Brandon Dillon is a big hole to fill. And he is, I mean, they, they got two second rounders for him and they're not gonna be able to convert those right away. So uh, yeah, the, the, that, that is a big loss.
0: So what do you think of where we're going to sit with the Washington Capitals? Obviously, I've said that Pittsburgh Penguins are going to hinge around, obviously, the two big stars and their goaltending. With the Washington Capitals, they're a proven team. They still got Ovechkin, you know, trying to get that that record with Gretzky. I, I just believe they've got all the pieces to be there, maybe shore up. Obviously, what happened with the hole that's, that's been uh, dealt to them with Dylan. I think they are definitely making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, I I think that they just kind of squeeze into one of those bottom spots, and like when, once you're in, who knows, right? So, uh, I, I they, they could go deep, or it could be a first round exit, but I I do think that they make the playoffs.
0: Well, this is a team that I'm really excited about. I think the Devils made some pretty good changes, and I think they obviously went deep in the playoffs. I think they've put together some pieces that are certainly going to help them. Uh, obviously, they brought in Thomas Tatar, uh, 30 points in 50 games. Dynamic, a good player, changes scenery, maybe certainly will help him. Signed Dougie Hamilton. I always love this. Seven years, nine Million. They forgot to put the point, point 0.5. I like that. I think Dougie Hamilton had a lot of teams he could have gone to. This team is certainly going to uh, be excited with his 10 goals, 32 assists for 42 points in 59 games. What are your thoughts on this team? Like they've got a solid defense. They've got a good offense. I'm not going to go and say that they've got an overwhelming offense. And I think they've got uh, a decent goaltending tandem.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think the biggest miss for the for the Devils was was their draft picks. I mean, uh, I, I, don't get me wrong, I really like Nico Heischer. I've seen him play in person and like kind of in person. You do get a different experience from watching on TV, but at the end of the day, he's not the first overall pick that we all kind of thought he was going to be. And I guess you can kind of say the same thing with Jack Hughes. Yeah, it's only the two years in his career, but at, at the end of the day, these guys aren't putting up numbers that – We kind of fully anticipated them to. But also at the same time, this team is kind of building a a good core around them. You have guys like Jesper Bratt, uh, Damon Severson, and uh, I I still do like Mackenzie Blackwood in that. I I said on the Rosen report yesterday that I think he could could potentially be uh, a third goalie for Canada at the Olympics. So um, this Devils team just has a lot of potential, but it's all very unproven. Uh, and you throw in drafting Luke Hughes this off this off, this off season, which I mean this is another guy who can potentially uh, grow into a star, but uh, we, we we just don't know yet. And this is so he could end up like a Jack Hughes or a Nico Heisher, where he just doesn't live up to all that hype that he had.
0: Listen, I want to go to the goaltending for a few minutes because you did mention um, Mackenzie Blackwood. He is a very good friend of Malcolm Sutherland. They have a cottage right beside each other, and he's actually watched him work out, and he says this kid's a demon when it comes to that. Uh, He's from Thunder Bay. Uh, Congratulations. They bring some pretty good goaltenders out of Thunder Bay, but then you got to look at the depth. Obviously, Jonathan Bernier, you're a big uh, fan of his of course. Uh, I I think you were. I remember you saying it once. And Nico Dawes is a really interesting guy. I I know uh, his situation over in the DL, you know, as he came up through the ranks uh, in German ice hockey, born in Munich. I love this kid. Not sure he's ready to play yet. And then you got Scott Wedgwood, you know, a good Brampton kid. Um, who do you think is going to start? Obviously, right now it's leaning towards Blackwood, but Bernier does have a pedigree. He is a solid veteran goaltender. Whether or not he's an NHL goalie, we'll see that. Your thoughts?
1: I think you still go with, uh, with Blackwood just just because of that potential. I mean, he, he's still unproven, but at the end of the day, he, he could grow into a stud. And but my biggest issue with him, he has to find consistency in his game. You know, he'll have some games where he'll go out, make 35 saves, lend a goal at most, goal or two, and then he'll come out the next day and just have, have a half of stinker, let him five-plus goals on 20 shots. Uh, it, it, just finding some kind of consistency with his mental side uh, will, will go a long way with him.
0: Now, this is a team with not a lot of superstars. Obviously, on the back end, when you talk about uh, Subban, PK always kind of entertaining in that, but yet he hasn't had stellar seasons over the last couple. Uh, there's yeah. no real uh, – Dougie Hamilton, of course, is a big sell. But when you look down this roster, it's not overwhelming. I think your, your father says it's unproven and underwhelming. Uh, I think that's where they're at. I still think they're a contending team for the playoffs. They work hard. They're, they're a grinding type of team they're not going to kill you on offense they're going to be good defensively goaltending as you say if blackwood uh, blackwell can step up it may be a big difference obviously we're gonna leave the best for last the New York Rangers I'm gonna give you just on your own here for one minute talk to us about without looking at your notes I want to hear you talk about your New York Rangers
1: I, I i love what the rangers have done uh we, we addressed our biggest probably our two biggest issues was our bottom six and uh you know a little more veteran presence on our decor um you know with the bottom six last year I, i've said it multiple times on the show uh, we've had guys like capo Philip Philip kele uh Vitaly these are young skillful players that need to be playing in our top six that need to be playing with guys like this is Banachad, the Artemi t- t- Panarin's of, of this Rangers team, uh, and I, I think this year they'll, have, they'll finally have a chance to do that. A, p- a big part of that was trading Pavel uh for Sammy Blay in St. Louis. A lot of Rangers fans really didn't like the move. Uh, I actually got a pretty—I got a pretty big uh, Twitter argument with one guy about this whole situation. And at the end of the day, you, you, you don't want your your young skilled players playing on your bottom six. You, you need guys like Sammy Blaine, like Ryan Reeves, like Barclay Goodrow, uh, to, to play a more physical role. And, and that, that was the first thing the Rays wanted to do this offseason, especially when you bring in a new coach and GM. Uh, you kind of have to expect a few moves here and there. And it, all, all sides are kind of leaning towards the right direction. And you go back to the D-Core, uh, you, you bring in Jared Tenorti and uh, Patrick Namath. Again, two big physical guys. And again, similar situation uh, last season. We had two rookies on our bottom pairing decor. Uh, I think we only had one guy who played more than three years in the NHL on our decor last year, and that was Jacob Truba. Um, you know, guys like Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren, Keandre Miller, uh, Mills Longfist, and uh, Zach Jones are be coming in this year uh, with, with another year of NHL experience under their belt. Uh, and I think that that this decor is going to be one of the best in the league. Uh, maybe not this year, two, three years at the very most, Uh, just keep an eye out for it. You have to.
0: Well, tomorrow, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun with your father. And, uh, Lucky, I know your father is piping up here with a really good comment for you. In the current no-cap increase era, the Rangers can go a long way. Rangers and Sens were two of the best teams by the end of the season, and I will not uh, disagree with that. Obviously, I want to talk about this, Adam Fox. Wow. Yeah. special, Very, very special. And what do you think? of this season for him? Is he going to excel or is he going to lay low?
1: I, I think he has a better year than he did last year. I mean, uh, it, it, w- when you watch this kid carry, I mean, just the, some of the I stuff he does on the ice, it, it's yeah. like, I, it's almost Scott Niedermeyer. Like uh, he, he's so calm with the puck, really smart. He wins every puck battle, even though he's only five seven five eight. He's not a big guy. And just comes out of the pocket with every, in every situation. It's, it's special to watch.
0: Hey, I want to do a shout out to Aaron Kuzak watching us. Obviously back home in, in Melbourne. It's great to have uh, they join us. Uh, when they get back to working, uh, they won't be able to join us at the show. But thank you for being there uh, today. One of the things you talked about that they got some veteran help. And, of course, we know the Tom Wilson story. We don't want to belabor it. But they did go out and sign some toughness. Uh, traded for a third rounder, Ryan Reeves, one goal, four <laughs> assists, for five points. Certainly not going to be your offensive talent, but that does that mitigate or does that reduce the effect of a Tom Wilson in Washington when he, when he comes to town?
1: It, it, it keeps him in check because, I, 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 especially if you watched any Rangers and Capitals games this year, uh, over the last few years even. Tom Wilson has just kind of had his way with Rangers with the Rangers players. You know, after Whistle's dragging them down, uh, a little extra hit, uh, uh, maybe maybe if it's a little late. Um, and bringing, bringing a guy like Ryan Reeves in just kind of takes away all of that. Um, Ryan Reeves said it in his interview with the Rangers that he is the answer to their Tom Wilson problem. And I, I fully believe it. He's just as big as Tom Wilson. Yeah, he might not have the same skills as him, but – it, 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 it's an answer nonetheless
0: oh and he's a personality that's what he's great yeah. as we hear great in the dress room but he's actual great on the bench he's chirping he's talking he'll make sure everybody's accountable on the other team to make sure you know it doesn't happen what happened last year in the playoffs he, he listen the
1: blue white red as well say that again he looks good in the blue white red <laughs>
0: it kind of yeah, it's a better color than obviously what he had in Vegas. Hey, listen, let's talk about goaltending because we know, obviously, with the uh, with the situation of, of uh, the King moving on to Washington and now having to end his career, uh, you know, everybody would have loved to see this guy win a Stanley Cup for your Rangers. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting for them to obviously start with goaltenders that I know you know very well. I have a tough time saying any of the names except for Kincaid. I love Kincaid. I think he'll uh, he'll be there in the mix somewhere, but he's certainly not gonna be the starter. Talk to us about your choice for the starter and the backup for the um hey, look at my pen. The green screen, that like, cool. Like who who's the starter and who's the
1: backup? Um uh, my starter right off the bat is Igor Sisterkin. Uh he has been he's been the guy for the last uh two years. It, ever since he kind of came to the league. Uh his first uh 15 starts in the league, he went like 13 one and one. I believe it kind of set a record for a rookie goaltender as well. I mean, and then you look at look at the, the other guy, Alexander Georgiev. I mean, he's just as good. Uh, I mean, maybe might not be as consistent as a as, a, as but uh, he can come out on any night and steal a game. Can, uh, either of these guys can win a big game. But the biggest thing com- coming into the opening night is um, Georgiev could be moved. Um, In all all the kind of trade talks I've seen regarding Jack Eichel, Georgiev is one of the pieces that will go to Buffalo. So as much as I do like him, it it is kind of tough to justify having two number one goaltenders on your roster, especially when you're going to have to pay them both uh, down the line. And meanwhile, Keaton Cade is a serviceable backup for sure. Uh, I I, 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 I mean, having him as my backup, I, I feel pretty comfortable I, I kind of put him in that same kind of bracket as like a Jake Allen in, in Montreal.
0: Yeah, good point. Hey, listen, of course, mark this date down. October 13th, the Rangers meet the Caps. Let's see what the fireworks start right off the bat. I think I think you're going to see Reeves set a uh, – put in place – Uh, the rule for the season for Tom Wilson and say not in my house and not in your house are you going to intimidate any one of us and you're not going to touch any one of my players this year or you're going to answer to this. It's going to be exciting. You know I'm not a big fan of the fighting and all that sort of stuff, but what I do like is I like those Zen Kanopka type players who can – they both can contribute. Those guys, you know, Tom Wilson, uh, Reeves, they can contribute – Okay, offensively, yeah. one goal, four assists, but he still is a presence. People know that he's on the ice. He's not just out there dropping his gloves. He can play the game, and that I think is really important in this day and age. And though I was more of an offensive player, uh, these guys are those type of guys that make guys like me, not that I'm putting myself in any of the Rangers' position, but they just make him feel more comfortable. Your thoughts? And,
1: and Ryan Reeves actually played on the power play in Vegas as well. So, I mean, it, 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 it's, a good, it's a good match for, for, both, for both ends. And then you, you throw in the, the Barclay Goodrow signing as well. I mean, the, the, this Rangers team is going to look really different coming in this year, and all the, all the pieces just blend really well together.
0: All right, listen, we got to make the prediction. Uh, we've given you enough time on your Rangers. We've got the Hurricanes. We got the Blue Jackets. We've got the Devils. We got the Islanders, the Rangers. Of course, you know, we've got the Flyers, who I think are going to be a surprise in this division. Pittsburgh, we've talked about goaltending. And of course, if the two vets can put numbers up and again, the caps. So let's just do it for the heck of it. Let's say who's your number one team? Who do you think is going to take this division?
1: Uh, the Islanders. They are the best team in this division. Uh, As much as 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 it kills me to say it, uh, they're just built too well.
0: And of course, I want to comment on the Carolina Hurricanes, their shenanigans over the uh, summer. I think it's going to come back and haunt them. They had such a good, fun-loving team, and I think all that management stuff that they did with, you know, obviously offering up for Cuck and Nemi, and Nem- and Nem- that that kind of dog, I just think it's going to be one of those things that lingers on, and they just don't come out of the gate very well. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the Pittsburgh Penguins if they do what you say trade for a goaltender. I think uh, Crosby's got uh, lots more gas in the tank. I think he's got more to prove. I think he wants to be the guy that leads them. Obviously, he's going to have to do that without Melkin. And I don't think he can count out the Washington Capitals. I really believe that they've they've got a team that can do it. Obviously, injuries will play a role. I think the advantage goes to the Islanders solely for the fact that they got Chara. No. Uh, Solely because of the fact that they've got great coaching. Barry Trotz is arguably one of the top three coaches in the National Hockey League and you can never ever count them up out and they certainly were deep into the playoffs and I think they're going to take that one next step.
1: Yeah I agree and then I I mean for a second or a third I'd probably go uh, Philly and then the Rangers in that third uh, Metropolitan slot.
0: You're like the Phillies, eh? I I, yeah. I like them too. I think I think it's that's going to be very interesting on what uh, Carter Hart does. If Carter Hart comes yeah. out and Stonewalls this backstops this team, I think they. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's a surprise team coming out of here. I think. Columbus is in trouble. I just don't think they can pull it all together. The Devils are going to be there. I think Carolina is going to falter. Uh, Pittsburgh only goes as well as we talked about. And then the Washington Yeah, it's going to be an exciting metropolitan division and I'm looking forward to sitting in front of the TV watching your New York Rangers play in this division. Of course, you'll have to put up with my Winnipeg Jets. Jordan, always a pleasure. Thank you for putting this all together. You are a fantastic uh, producer. You helped me look good and and perform well. Thank you, bud. See you, good. Hey, listen, don't forget tomorrow, talking with Taylor. He'll be here. Yes, sir. We're going to be talking. Oh, let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets as usual. And, of course, we'll talk all about what's going on in hockey today and some of the signings and some of the non-signings that I think we need to discuss. And then, of course, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, do not miss the roundtable. It is John LaRoche versus Derek Luck. Lucky versus LaRoche. It's going to be fantastic. I call him La Rock, not The Rock. And of course, Paul Rose and myself will be entertained. We'll be the referees on that particular one. So don't miss it. Hey, thank you for being a part of Gooch Live today. And we will see you tomorrow. All brought to you by those good people at Hockey News and of course, Sports Illustrated. Good night.
1: You've been listening to Gooch Live with your host, Carrie Goulet, better known as the Gooch, brought to you by the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated.